Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Wednesday here on the show, and we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. We have a new NXT champion crowned on the show last night. And believe it or not, believe it or not, and I couldn't believe it, but I was so thankful. The match opened the show, which makes sense because they said it was a no-time-limit match, so you open the show with it. They went 20 minutes or whatever. The match was awesome. And then Finn Balor gave him his 1916 DDT off the top rope, and he pinned him. And as a result, we have a new champion. There were no shenanigans. There were no run-ins. There wasn't even a post-match angle. And I don't know what happened. I thought there was going to be. But maybe there was so much criticism about what had happened in the last match, the fact that they went off the air and, and didn't even crown a champion after promising a champion, Maybe they just figured, let's get some goodwill back. Two men, they wrestle the whole time, no shenanigans, new champion. I have not watched the main event of the show yet, the cage match, but I've watched the first 90 minutes, and I thought that last night's NXT show was awesome. Like the best show in forever. So hopefully the cage match pans out the way that, well, it should. I mean, it's... It's Rhea Ripley, Mercedes Martinez in a cage. You guys can tell me what you thought about it. But so far, so good for this NXT show. we got a lot of news on the show today. And in addition to that, in the final segment of the show, Fred Rosser, the former Darren Young, is going to appear on the show today. He's now doing matches for New Japan. And I watched him on New Japan Strong on Friday. And I was very, very impressed. Holy smokes, look at this guy, I thought. And so, as usual, as soon as the show was over, I put in my request for the week, and Fred Rosser is appearing on the show today, so that should be a lot of fun. A lot of great stuff to talk about today. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live.
And now today's rust eating tip of the day, presented by Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. You're all set for a quick tie rotation until you have a rusted on wheel. Coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil, let them sit for a few minutes, and you'll have them off in a cinch. Now give a generous spray into each mounting hole, place a 2x4 on the outer edge of the wheel, and smack the wood with a mallet, just enough to create some braking force and vibration. Repeat if necessary. And now a word from Free All. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. Free All spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone free. Professionals have trusted Free All Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Free All today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Napa. Look for the silver can. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Sports Byline Broadcasting. Twitch.tv slash F4W Video. And, of course, the mightier 1090 AM throughout all of SoCal. we got news to get into today, and then we'll do feedback. And then Fred Rosser is joining us in the final segment. Very excited about that. U.S. Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit dismissed an appeal... My former wrestler suing WWE for claiming the company did not protect them from repeated head injuries and concussions that could have resulted in CTE and other physical and mental health ailments. 
In doing so, they affirmed the ruling by a Connecticut district court two years ago that the claims were either frivolous or filed after the statute of limitations expired and that WWE could not have known concussions or head injuries caused CTE. Several cases began popping up in 2014-2015 around the country, eventually consolidated in Connecticut, involved well-known wrestlers, both dead and alive. Billy Jack Haynes, Jimmy Snuka, Paul Orndorff, King Kong Bundy, Mr. Fuji, Visser, etc. Issue raised is that the wrestlers in question worked around the world for different organizations, and not just WWE. So identifying what organization brain injuries might have occurred in would prove difficult. Second court also dismissed additional related lawsuits against WWE because they were filed too late, as well as dismissed lawyer Constantine Kairos's appeal of sanctions imposed by U.S. District Judge Vanessa Bryan. 2018, she ruled Kairos must pay WWE's legal fees for the case and said he repeatedly failed to comply with court rules and orders. So, I mean, I'm not a judge, not a lawyer, but my two thoughts on all of this that I've had forever are, when you have something involving concussions and lasting injuries... I have no idea how you can have a statute of limitations. Doesn't make sense. Like if there was if there was something neg- negligent that happened with your brain in the 90s or the 2000s and it's just going to get worse the longer the further away from that date the worse it's going to get. So how can you say, well, you can be angry about it for 10 years, but after after 10 years, I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, there's no statute of limitations on murder, right? So That's always been kind of weird to me. But I will say that with this concussion lawsuit, I mean, there were names in the lawsuit of people that worked all over the world and they spent like six months of their career in WWE and they were still in here specifically suing WWE. I mean, there were major problems with this lawsuit, which is evident by the fact that it was dismissed and the appeal was dismissed. But there's obviously something here in some cases, but it looks like... It's not happening right now. So there you go. Yeah, don't have really much to add to that. There's not one large sanctioning body like the NFL or the NHL to go after here. You know, there's a lot of history of these multiple promotions, international promotions and everything else. And I, I don't know how you, you actually nail down to just WWE now moving forward. Maybe it'll be a little bit easier. You know, somebody that comes out of, of high school or wherever their ranks are and they only went into the uh, into the NXT developmental system and WWE's developmental system. I mean, I guess if there's a, a a more simpler path, maybe it will be easier for that person down the line to maybe, you know, have action against WWE if they have CTE. But otherwise, it is going to be very, very difficult going forward because uh, WWE is always seemingly going to be able to kind of slip away from this a little bit. So tonight we got AEW, Brody Lee versus Dustin Rhodes for the TNT title. Jericho and Jake Hager versus Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss, no DQ. Lucha Brothers versus Jurassic Express. Matt Hardy will appear following his injury at All Out. And Kip Sabian will reveal not just his best man, but the best man. The. For his upcoming wedding to Penelope Ford. It's coming off NXT last night. We actually have a bunch of matches announced for next week's NXT. Damian Priest versus Timothy Thatcher, which has been set up for a while. And Io Shirai versus Shotzi Blackheart, which has been set up for a while. And Breezango versus Imperium, 
in a rematch for the tag team titles. Last night's show, I just thought it was great. How far did you make it? I've not seen the cage match, but I saw the the Finn Balor-Adam Cole match. That match was great. Clean finish. Finn Balor's your new champion. Adam Cole was a 100% babyface in this match. And Finn Balor was pretty much a babyface as well. So it looks like every single problem that I've been ranting about for the last two months now was all resolved in one show. I guess things can go wrong next week, but this was great. We had, uh, well, Velveteen Dream, Ashanti, the Adonis didn't go much time at all. Bronson Reed, Austin Theory was the most fun match ever. Bronson Reed is a big, giant monster. And he goes in there, and he destroys Austin Theory who's bumping around like Shawn Michaels in that match with Hulk Hogan. Some of it was actually too ridiculous. Like, at one point, he was hit going one direction, but he did a flip bump the other direction. I was like, what are you doing, dude? But he was bumping all over the place. They go briefly to commercial. They come back. He's still getting beaten on. And I'm thinking, man, if I know WWE, Bronson's going to beat him up the whole match. He's going to bump all over the place. And then Bronson's going to, like, slip on a banana peel, or Austin's going to cheat, and he's going to... We've seen it a billion times. But instead, Bronson bumped him around for another five minutes, and then splashed him off the to- top and pinned him in the middle of the ring. I loved that match. And then, of course, we had this setup for the... Actually, I haven't seen Killian Dane and Roderick Strong yet, but Roderick Strong is in it, so I don't know how it, it can It moved move things forward. That's the biggest thing about that, when it moved things forward between Killian Dane and... Uh... Uh, Drake Maverick, actually, uh, a spoiler for you, but for everybody else out there that saw it, and, you know, the three-way between them and, and Undisputed Era. And then in the main event, I have not seen the Mercedes versus Rhea Ripley match yet, but, I mean, excellent. people on the board thought it was great, so yeah, there you it was go. fun. I don't now, know about excellent, but it was great. It, I mean, it really was fun to watch, and, you know, the one thing I guess that you missed in all this, too, was the uh, conclusion of... Dinner at the Garganos. I have and, not seen uh, the conclusion. The, the, the first few were not that great. It was very awkward and looked very heavily edited. But we'll see what the conclusion the was. The Garganos, especially with, like, Candace's hair now, I mean, they are B-horror movie crazy white people. They have that. If that's the direction they'd like to go with them, if you stuck well, them clearly. in Bray Wyatt's, Wyatt's Funhouse... I'd believe it. Them as a, a creepy duo, if that's if they wanted to go ahead and get them over like that, they they could do it. They uh, with the way that thing was structured last night, it was played a little bit for laughs, but it just seemed to have this tension of Tegan Knox might die in this house at the hands of these people. I, I really I get that vibe from them, and I don't know if anybody else does, but that that was on the show last night. But yeah, then he got to the main event of Mercedes Martinez and Rhea Ripley, and it was. You know, it played into a lot of the same things that we see in a lot of these matches, these cage matches. There were weapons in there, but because that's because Rhea threw him in uh, before the match had started. Uh, Mercedes was going after him. So, of course, we end up with a table, a kendo stick, and a chair in the ring, which, you know, in, in modern era, no surprise there. We got Robert Stone trying to interfere, but none of that took away from the match at all. Just kind of everybody played into it nicely. Robert Stone took his bump and, of course, tried to interfere late. Ended with Rhea hitting a riptide with Martinez off the second rope through the table. And really, it was a very, very fun match and a real step up 
up for what's been going on in this feud that, you know, with Rhea and, and Robert Stone didn't start all that great. And I don't really want to see it continue. But the fact they got Mercedes Martinez in there to kind of be the buffer and, and make things work out has been great. Well, yesterday here on this show, I flat out said I do not know the finish to Adam Cole and Finn Balor. But I told you what I thought was going to happen. Somehow this became a news story that I had been told to finish. I don't know why people do this. But that means I need to preface this again. I don't have any idea what's happening. But they did a gimmick where Robert Stone has filed a restraining order against Mercedes Martinez. And that's kind of odd. So... Given that they did this cage match, and it's a blow-off, and Mercedes lost, and they did the restraining order, I would not be the least bit surprised if Mercedes ends up on the main roster as part of Retribution. Back in a moment, it was over live. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. 
Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So, I don't know if Mercedes is going to be in redemption. I have no idea. And the fact of the matter is, if you've watched this storyline, I mean, the number of people in redemption changes on every single show. And the people playing Redemption have changed multiple times. I will say that I I got a list of some Redemption members like over a week ago. And Mercedes was not on that list. But two people on the list were two people that were on Raw Monday. I mean, for sure Dijakovic was there. Dijakovic was the giant guy that cut the promo on Raw. And Mia Yim was there. And according to some folks on the chat, there was uh, some pitch shifting that was involved. And they believe that one of the people cutting a promo on Monday was Mercedes. So, I mean, whoever they end up being, let me tell you who, let me tell you who Redemption is going to be. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. It's whoever they unmask to be the day that they unmask. Until then, it's it's who, what, when, where, why. Although I do expect that Dijakovic is, is going to be one of them. And probably Mia Yim, but I guess we'll see. Hmm. Who will be the leader? Well, clearly, it's Dijakovic. Tall. I, I don't know. The way it's been going, I, it might be Adam Pierce. I've never seen somebody so incompetent. Dude, this Adam Pierce is going to get booted in the next week by Randy Orton. It's abundantly <laughs> clear. Oh, absolutely. Yes. yes he abundantly will. clear. It will be great. Former NWA World Champion. Oh, what a terrible Adam thing Pierce. to say about scrap well, I mean, iron. Well, not for not for you know him as a, you know what I mean. He's a fine champion, by the way. Well, we've got the full lineup for the G one. Very disappointed to not see Filthy Tom Lawler's name in here. Well, you know, may not Block A: Kodabushi, Tomohiro Ishii, Okada, Shingo, Yujiro, Taichi, Minoru Suzuki, Jeff Cobb, Will Ospreay, and Jay White. Holy <laughs> smokes! Holy smokes! What a block! Mm. And then there's B block, which is still a very good block, but Tanahashi, Goto, Toriyano, Yoshihashi, Sonata, Naito Evil, Zack Sabre Jr., Juice Robinson, and Kenta. Still a very good block, but not as good a block as as block A. The tournament starts September 19th. The finals take place at Sumo Hall on October 18th. Buckle up, everybody. Not looking too bad for the G1 this year. I think it just had a moment. I'm pretty sure I had a moment. That lineup for Block Mike, A is please. something else. I mean, hey, look, I'm excited about this. Aren't you excited? Maybe a little bit too excited? I ain't that excited. Good. All these people coming back, thank God. Jay, uh, Jay White, Will Ospreay, uh, people that, you know, obviously, you know, they're... You know, if you watched a, if you don't watch this NJPW Strong, you already would have seen... Well, yeah, but as far as okay, I, I should let me let me rephrase New Japan proper here for the G One. Uh, oh, mixed in this with, is a very proper show on Friday nights, Mike. 
look at you. Look at, you yeah, I'm an expert this. now. With the hearts of your Japan, Japan going to beat you up if you don't hype it up. Anyway, the, again, Block B looks a little bit less intimidating, and uh, it's still nice to see people like Juice Robinson back. Kenta is going to be back in that mix, and it's. I'm curious as to, obviously, looking at this, what the finals are going to be. They've uh, gone back to Tetsuya Naito, but I don't think the evil experiment is over at all. And I think a way to really try to boost evil's spirits and his presence amongst everybody uh, is to have him run through and win the G1. Adam Summers thinks that's what is going to happen. We Could we see him face off against Jay White to build tension between the two of them for Bullet Club? Uh, there's a lot of different directions that you could go in here, and it's going to be really interesting to see what they do. They waited so long uh, to put these, uh, to get everything together and to make sure that everybody was going to be cleared at least for it. So uh, it's finally it's finally here. It's usually one of the most exciting parts of the year. We'll see how it plays out, and I don't know how you're going to prevent people from cheering or booing when it comes to that block A. This guy's raving about the NXT booking last night where NXT was a good example as to why the front-loaded Saturday night's main event-inspired style, when every other show is formatted the same modern way, makes for a more engaging show that's easier to invest in. They had a second main event to build to, but starting with a big high and then coming down from it feels much more like a ride than the two-hour slow build to what you came to see. Well, I mean, last night was an aberration. I mean, they had two big matches. One of them was a cage match, and you're not going to open the show with the cage match. You could argue that the cage match should be the semi-main and the main event should be the main event. But, I mean, based on what they did last week with the complete storyline incompetence of your GM starting an Iron Man match, a 60-minute match with 61 minutes of TV time left. I mean, the only logical thing to do is you've got to open the show, especially if it's a no-time-limit match, you have to open the show with it. You can't start with 20 minutes left of TV time for a no-time-limit match, especially with these guys that just went an hour. So this was all, I mean, it's a very logically booked show last night. I thought the show was great, and it made sense, but you're not going to see something like this every week. One Super Tuesday, so. baby. Super Tuesday. <laughs> this person here says, Oh, you missed on social media. Drake Maverick announced that he spoke to Regal. He will team with Killian Dane against Undisputed Era. Wow. That's a bizarre match. Very main roster, isn't it? They have to get some larger guys in NXT, this person says. It's bad enough it's Cole and Balor competing for a heavyweight title, but the women in the main event towered over them. Cole looked especially small. Dude, it's not that big a deal. This is, yes, the heavyweight title, but what does that even mean anymore? It can only be contested by Bronson Reed and, I mean, who's left? I guess Timothy Thatcher. I mean, that's just the main title. I have no problem with Finn Balor as your heavyweight champion. Go in there and beat Finn Balor. It's like a shoot. Disgruntled partners, uh, you know, have been a thing in pro wrestling forever, you know, or the people that have to team up to who don't like each other to, to go after somebody else that they, they both don't like more. But, you know, it's like the Killian Dane, Drake Maverick thing. It's just, it's just dumb. And I just hate when they do this. I hate when they fall back on it. It's just, to me, it's it's the lazy part of booking when you do something like that. And it just, I don't know. The WWE does it to absolute death. And we see how it is with their tag team ranks all the time on the main roster. If they're not 
uh, partners who, because of happenstance, are together for X amount of you know period of time, then your partners who are, are about to break up. That's what they always do. Either you're mashed together or for whatever reason you hate the partner that you're with. And that's just how they look at tag team wrestling. Greetings from Beijing. A bit late to the party here, but I adored that? FTR versus Omega and Page. I was so absorbed, I didn't even notice the quiet crowd. I loved the storytelling, the action, the pacing. I honestly did not mind the length. The only thing which I did not like was the fact that every tag team in AEW needs some sort of package pile driver maneuver. However, the image of Hangman collapsing into Kenny and Omega not catching him was sublime. I hope this gets read, as I don't know how much this text message will cost me. Well, it got read, buddy. Hopefully it didn't cost you a lot. <laughs> I got to say this about pile drivers, okay? So the pile driver is basically banned in WWE. Unless you're the Undertaker, you can do the Tombstone pile driver. And now you can actually start doing the Canadian Destroyer again. And the story I was told was Vince was actually watching a takeover. And I don't know if it was Adam Cole or whoever, but he saw a Canadian Destroyer. And he was like, why aren't we doing moves like that on the main roster, pal? So they allowed Canadian Destroyers, which is, in fact, a pile driver. But you can't do, like, a stuff pile driver. They don't like you doing the gotch pile driver, stuff like that. Because You don't do a really slow-motion, safe-ass gotch pile driver, whatever you do. I mean, this probably, this probably stems from, you know, 25 years ago when Owen Hart dropped Steve Austin right on his head and, and pretty much shortened the career of Steve Austin forever. But, I mean, the fact of the matter is, I mean... If you do a pile driver right, nobody gets hurt because it's fake. <laughs> if you look at all of the injuries in WWE over the last 25 years, I mean, none of them are from pile drivers, which of course is because, well, I guess the Owen Hart one, but pile drivers aren't allowed. But Undertaker never dropped anybody in his head. Kane never dropped anybody in his head. I don't think Jerry Lawler ever hurt anybody with a pile driver. So I don't think the greatest example right there. Minoru is. Suzuki ever hurt anybody with a pile driver. I mean, there's a lot of moves like that buckle bomb hurt more guys than a pile driver. But anyway, well, and that's, that's, you know, my point of all of this, my quick point of all of this is, if you're AEW, like, do the moves they're not allowed to do in WWE. Do a bunch of pile drivers. It's a cool move. <laughs> Great. Like everything else, just do it safely, you know? I mean, and look at some of the moves that are, are done by people. It's not like, obviously, hips and glutes and everything else tailbones take an absolute beating in professional wrestling but look at jerry lawler and still moving at this point jerry lawler was still wrestling and granted it was the rest of his style too they kind of played into it but it's like you know of all the the moves where you can you know put somebody else in danger as well as yourself you know as far as being able to pull you know be able to walk later on in life you know the pile driver's lower on that list i think Expert says, you know, the travel procedure is for the G1 participants that aren't in Japan. Do they have to quarantine for 14 days before the tournament starts? I don't know, but my presumption is yes. And I will try to find out for you. But I, I presume they'll fly in, quarantine, get tested, and do everything that they've been doing for all of the other shows. Oh, this person notes Austin Aries was the greatest man in the world, or what was his gimmick? The greatest man alive? The greatest man who ever lived. Greatest or, man yeah, who yeah. ever lived. Maybe he's the best man. Mm. Hmm. Oh, man. One thing I hated about Retribution was they immediately talk like WWE lingo. Well, of course they do. You're not going to avoid that. Look how they debuted. They made sure they, had, they, they got a pretty logo. They made sure to advertise it on social media. Yeah, you know, this is how it works. 
And Spurs and Years talking about Matt Hardy. And yeah, we had two we had two serious injuries over the last five days. One of them was a crazy bump off a scissor lift through a table to cement. And the other was a dive a dude has done 8,000 times and looked totally fine. Neither of which was a pile driver. Back in a moment, it's a reliable. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426 2301. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits, no one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. 
Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Very happy today to be joined by Fred Rosser. Got a lot to talk about here. Fred, how you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on the show. I always say don't, uh, don't die with the story and you tell it. That's right. I was watching New Japan Strong. And every Friday I watch it, and then when it's over, I make a request for somebody to come on the show here on Wednesday. And I'm watching this show, and Fred Rosser debuts. I thought, wow, look at that. I haven't seen him in years. And, you know, I, I, WWE forever, and name just kind of disappeared for a while. And then here you are on New Japan Strong. And they ring the bell, and like before the match was even over... I had I had contacted New Japan. I was like, I've got to get Fred Rosser on the show. Can you get him on the show? I was so impressed with you in that match. I thought you were great, especially having not seen you for so long. So I guess the question is, how many matches? Like, what have you been doing since you left WWE? Well, since I left WWE in 2017, I've done some of my best work on the independents. But on top of the wrestling, I do a lot of speaking engagements. I have a block the hate movement that's been running wild all over the world, including New Japan Pro Wrestling. So on top of the wrestling, I speak to kids all over the world about the effects of bullying and how we can, uh, uh, you know, block the hate pretty much, you know. So uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling has always been a bucket list of mine to join and it was Lance Hort, who I ran into uh, in September 2019 at a show in Pomona, California. And I told him that I had strong interest in uh, doing New Japan. So I went to a show at the Globe Theater in L.A. in November, and I watched a New Japan show for the first time in the crowd from beginning to end. And that question was running in my head, do I fit in here? Do I fit in here? And at the end of the show, I definitely said to myself, I belong in New Japan, and I definitely fit in. You know, I, I knew you'd been doing some of the, the anti-bullying stuff, but in terms of, of wrestling, I, I saw a few shows here and there. How often were you wrestling during that period? Was it a weekly thing, once a month, a couple times a month? I would say uh, a handful of times a year. I've I've had matches, uh, quality matches with Fala Ba from Impact, Sean Spears from AEW, uh, Jake Atlas, who got signed with uh, yep. NXT earlier in the year. So I try to focus more on quality than quantity, you know, because September 11th will be 18 years that I've been putting into the business. So I don't want to uh, just put myself out there for uh, no offense non-quality uh organizations i want to focus on the quality organizations and my body is what makes me money so uh i want to be able to just focus on the ones that really matter and new japan pro wrestling really matters to me you know there's a style of work that we see in wwe it's a very specific wwe style and the former zach Ryder went to AEW. And when you watch his matches, I mean, he still does that same style in the ring. And so when I saw you walk into the ring, I was basically wondering, like, what are we going to get here? And in my opinion, like, you worked a totally non-WWE style. You worked a New Japan match on this show. And was that, 
is is that how you learned to work originally before you went to WWE? Did you did you start doing that on the indie scene? Was that an easy transition after so many years in WWE? Or what are your thoughts on that? I mean, right now, as we speak, I'm getting goosebumps as you explaining uh, what you've seen out of me. You know, um, you know, WWE is WWE. Uh, when I first started wrestling in 2002 and I was trained in that 80s style, which was great, after a while in, you know, 2003, 2004, I ventured off to another wrestling school in New Jersey to work with guys that had experience in, in New Japan or that Japanese style. So um, from then on, I was able to adjust uh, and do a WWE style if I needed to do a New Japan type style match uh, early in my career which was rare uh, I could do it but when I got the opportunity thank goodness for Rocky Romero during this whole pandemic about this opportunity uh, I had to clear with my family first you know my family blessed me to take on this opportunity a bucket list opportunity of mine and I did a lot of studying, you know. I watched uh, again. I I I I reintroduced myself to the style by just studying all Japan wrestling, New Japan wrestling, just just that style uh, of registering and hitting hard in safe places, not hurting anyone, not killing anyone. And uh, Kevin Kelly said it best when I did my first Zoom, talking about my first time experience with New Japan. He said that guys can't plan for me. Uh, if you're going to be flying in the air, I'm going to swat you down like a fly. Uh, so I'm, I'm very happy that uh, you think that I adjusted well to the style. Now, did you have guys that you had appreciated during your career and during your come up that you wanted to go back and watch? Or was it just kind of introducing yourself to the whole style uh, when it comes to All Japan and New Japan? And who are some of the people that you watched that, that influenced you the most? Uh, I've always been a fan of like someone like Muda. Uh, the way he moves, not what he does in the ring, but the in-between stuff, the way he moves, uh, the way he sells, the way he explodes, the way he accelerates. You know, I'm a huge fan of uh, guys like Kanahashi, Abushi, uh, uh, you know, guys that know how to, like, uh, you know, make it look as real as possible. And, and believability is so important to me. And, uh, you know, those are the guys that I liked watching. Who did you like watching when you were growing up? Because I guess you, you started out as a fan kind of in the early to mid-90s. Is that right? Who are, who are some of the guys that really impressed you? Well, as a kid, I enjoyed watching, of course, Shawn Michaels. But, you know, some of the guys, the mid-card guys, like Bobby Eaton in WCW, uh, Brad Armstrong in WCW, these guys were mid-card guys, but... Um, the in-between stuff, they really, they really emphasized it, you know, the selling, the, the delivery of strikes and punches. Um, those, those are some of the guys that I really, really enjoyed watching. Jake the Snake Roberts, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Um, you know, those guys had me believe. I didn't know why I enjoyed watching them, but I just knew that they, they had me hooked as a fan. Uh, and I can't, and I can't forget Shane Douglas. Shane Douglas was great on the mic. 
but when he would sell, when he would be in pain, uh, I, I was on the edge of my seat. I was rooting, rooting for the underdog. So I know that you did football growing up. Did you do any amateur wrestling? I did amateur wrestling. I did football uh, in amateur wrestling. I did amateur wrestling to kind of lose weight because I was a uh, football season. I'd be like 280 and with the wrestling season, I'd be down to about 250. But the only reason I did it was because it was the closest thing to wrestling. Uh, I remember when I would do amateur wrestling, I would tape up my knees like Triple H. I would tape up my elbows to, to you know, get that sympathy from the, uh, from the crowd that would watch me do amateur wrestling. Um, but if I didn't pin you in the first round, uh, I was probably going to lose because I was a heavy kid. I didn't have any win. But as I got older and I made the move to professional wrestling, I got better working with guys that had an amateur background. Yeah, because there was some, there was some kind of grappling at the beginning of the match on that I saw on Friday, and I was like, this guy looks like he can grapple. Like he looks like he's got oh. experience doing this. Oh, that's the beginning. That's my and butter. We're kind of losing you here, so if you're if you're moving around, kind of find a, a spot there. Okay, can, can you hear me better? There we go, right there. Okay, yeah. That uh, uh, wrestling, I know how to adjust. I know how to flow, and um, that's. Uh oh. In the air, you're not going to see me flying in the air. You're going to see me just. Uh, coming in, you straight forward. So, has New Japan contacted you about any future dates that you can talk about? I mean, is this more than a one-off? Well, you know, honestly, I want 2020 to end, and I want 2021 to kind of begin. Uh, my goal uh, in Japan, you know, I'm doing the American shows. I'm so blessed and so happy to have the opportunity to do so. But my ultimate goal is to go out to Japan and wow the crowd out there. And so far, the response since my debut with New Japan uh, has been great. A lot of the Japanese fans print, you know. So once I was able to watch my debut to it, I, I was just saying to myself, oh, the people aren't going to buy into me. The people aren't, aren't going to like me. But the response, all in all, has been phenomenal. Well, I want to get some some opportunity to get some plugs in here for some of the other stuff that we're doing. We're having a rough phone connection here, so I want to make sure that we can get out some some social media information. And obviously, you guys can check out njpwworld.com. The show from Friday is up there. But uh, let's get some some stuff out there about what else you're doing. Yeah, you know, right before the pandemic, I did my first ever musical in New York for about a month where I was singing, dancing, and acting. So that was an opportunity that, you know, I couldn't pass. And it was actually Chris Jericho that kind of, uh, not personally, but he because of his experience on Dancing with the Stars, you know. And I'm 30, 26, I probably had but at 36, oh, give it a shot. Give it a shot so I can honestly say that I'm like the first uh, WWE superstar to actually do an off-Broadway musical. So 
you know, on top of that, I've been quite blessed collaborating with companies on social media like Celsius Official Energy Drink, a ton of snack companies. So I always have to knock on some wood. 2020 so far has been great to me personally. And on top of that, I've been offering a lot of personal training services to my friends and my fans all over the world during this whole pandemic how to train outdoors, how to eat properly during this pandemic. So that's my way of giving back to the community. Well, you guys can check out Real Fred Rosser on Twitter for more. And Fred, I want to thank you so much for doing the show today. It was great, and best of luck with everything, and good luck with New Japan. Thank you very much. All right, everybody. As noted, check out at Real Fred Rosser. Sorry about the... uh, Issues with the phone right there, but things happen. We'll be back in a moment with much more Wrestling Observer Live. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov slash sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your 
tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now. And tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I got the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Apologize to everyone for the phone issues. Hopefully, what you did here was really good. Fred is one of those guys where, like, all this weekend, I just kept texting different people saying, Have you guys seen Fred Roster on this new? I was so impressed with him on the show. And I just, one after another, I was like, how did WWE drop the ball on this guy? Don't look at me. I have absolutely no idea. But check him out. Did a great job on that show. Hashtag block the hate. That's right. Everyone could learn a lesson from that. This person here says, I'd rather take a Jerry Lawler pile driver than a Jerry Lawler punch. Dude, I'd take either. You won't touch you with either of them. Oh, my God, yeah. My, they're the best punches in the world, Jerry Lawler. Almost anybody that ever worked in Tennessee. I mean, there's one out there. It's him and Bockwinkle. And he hits Bockwinkle. I'm not kidding you, like 27 times or something like that. And Bockwinkle's flying around for it. It's absolutely incredible. I think he did it with Buddy Landell, too. It's just, just incredible work with Jerry Lawler. Those punches are awesome. This person here believes that Kib Sabian's best man, the best man, you ready for this? I think. The former Curtis Axel, Joe Hendig, the son of Mr. Perfect. Ooh. There you go. Hmm. See if this person called it. Maybe what will happen is that'll be right, but then everyone will write stories saying that I reported it. <laughs> I'll actually I'll actually get a, a W for once, even though it wasn't responsible. Nah. Can't get that lucky. This person says, Jerry Lawler broke Andy Kaufman's neck. Come on now. No, it was his jaw, and that was on purpose. That was for that was because he couldn't punch Jerry Jarrett, too. That was the whole line about Lawler broke his leg in a pickup football game, and he comes out there with Paul Elring, and Jimmy R goes, what do you do with a racehorse that broke its leg? You got to shoot it, put it out. And Lawler was pissed at that, stuck in his crawl forever. Let's see here. So this person's mad at me. That's nothing new. <laughs> yeah. Because he says... Why in particular? He says, you did it again, Brian. You said redemption. It's retribution. So, in the final seconds of this show, I'm going up here to the synonyms for redemption. I should have done retribution. (laughs) Uh, Reclamation. What else do we have here? Vindication. Absolution. Remember that was Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville? They were absolution. Dude, that was Lenny Lane with the... uh, Maybe they'll be in Retribution or Redemption (laughs) or whatever this stupid group is called. We're out of time, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.